1: Finance ministers and central bank governors are discussing food, energy, security and debt distress at their meeting in India this week. Another key theme, of course, is inflation, with global policymakers increasingly diverging on policy stances. For all the latest and an exclusive interview, Bloomberg's Linda is in India at the G24. Hans, take it away. Well, Denny, you said it. Dichotomy in inflation for Europe—it's 5.4 percent, still way off the 2 percent target. Yes, that rate hike is coming. The question is, what happens after that? Let's get insights, perspective. Paolo Gentiloni is European Commissioner for Economic and Financial Affairs. Thank you so much for joining us. Great to see you—second time in six months. Yeah. I'm just you. wondering your take on inflation. Has underlying inflation peaked from today's perspective?
2: Uh, well. If we look backwards, indeed, we we had more than 10% of inflation last October. And we are now, as you said, at five point something. It's very different, the level of inflation among European member states. We have member states with more than 10% of inflation and member states that are already below 2% of inflation. Our expectation is that the headline inflation will decline uh, slowly, not uh, with the speed of headline inflation. Core inflation will be slower. Uh, So this is, uh, I think, because of the fact that headline inflation is influenced by energy prices. And the core inflation is influenced by the increased prices, wages, services. Uh, So a mixed situation. But overall, I think we will have in 2024 uh, the level of inflation near to our targets.
1: So inflation has peaked. Underlying inflation has peaked for Europe. Is stagflation the right word to use to describe the European economy right now?
2: Well, listen, we uh, still have uh, growth, uh, weak growth, of course, uh, slightly weaker than expected in the first quarter and probably also in the second quarter. Um, But if we look to the last autumn, uh, we were expecting a, a, a real recession. Uh, blackouts, uh, energy problems, uh, supply problems for energy. Uh, These risks didn't materialize. I'm not saying that we don't have any risks ahead of us because indeed tightening of monetary policy will produce uh, impact and also the energy um, transition. We are not completely out of the woods in, in Europe. We made a miracle in going out of the dependency from russian gas, uh, fossil fuels but uh, it will uh, be a challenge also for next winter. overall i would say we are not in a stagflation uh, situation we still have growth and we expect in 2024 to have uh, stronger growth and we have an incredibly resilient labor market.
1: Manufacturing, though, remains leg luster. We're seeing PMIs across the world, especially in Asia, in the doldrums. How much of a risk is that and how are you assessing the risk from China, which continues to to give really weak data?
2: Yes, the reopening of the Chinese economy uh, proved not so strong as expected. This is true. Um, manufacturing uh, in the EU uh, showed um, negative uh, data in the first quarter um, divergence is there manufacturing and services um, in some countries especially in the southern part of Europe will have an incredible uh, positive um, tourist season which will of course uh, fuel the, the economy. So I think we have a mixed picture uh, overall, but our estimate is that uh, starting in the last quarter of this year, we will restart growth also in manufacturing.
1: I want to take a look at the EU fiscal rules, which are under review. Can we expect an agreement by year end? What's the sense out there?
2: We we have to, uh, to find an agreement. What I can say is that after a difficult start of our discussion, this has always been a very controversial discussion within the European Union, the fiscal groups, Uh, but after a difficult start, we have now all member states that are engaged in uh, finding uh, a balance and the basis that the Commission put on the table is a very balanced one. So we have to take into account if, if you want to change this basis, you have to change it uh, with caution, mm-hmm. because uh, you can't change it dramatically, otherwise you will not reach an agreement. Overall, I'm confident that we need to give member states certainty for their fiscal policies. But an
1: agreement by year end, is that possible? Yeah. Also, we have uh, Germany pretty much um, insistent on strict uh, debt reduction frameworks. Uh, is that realistic?
2: Well, I understand the, the the German position, it is legitimate, but I don't think it is realistic to uh, impose too restrictive uh, common benchmarks, especially if... Uh, you uh, think to have these um, restrictive common benchmark um, equal for all member states. The reality is that the situation is very different among European countries. And uh, it's difficult to have a restrictive benchmark fitting for everyone. So some uh, benchmark is already there in our proposal. We can discuss this but uh, imposing a unique common safeguard very restrictive for everyone mm. is really problematic. It didn't work in the last 30 years. We had a very restrictive uh, rule. Uh, it didn't work. Uh, the overall debt increased in the last 20 30 years. It didn't decrease. Why? Because we need differentiation and ownership from member states if we want to enforce our rules.
1: There's also the EU Recovery Fund, and I know you're urging member nations to contribute to about, I think, 19 billion euros. National governments have been pretty reluctant. If they're reluctant, where else can you get the fund from?
2: Well, I think we have to continue this uh, uh, conversation because this is how the european union works we have uh, of course a an executive uh, body at european level uh, but this executive body which is the commission has to deal with member states and their autonomy Uh, do we need common um, funding i think the experience post pandemic showed that common funding was very useful Uh, we saved dozens of millions of um, labors in, uh, through common mechanism. We are now uh, using our uh, recovery and resilience facility which is 700 billion euros and we will need common funding also for the green investments in the future for sure. After the end of this next generation EU common program which will be in 2026 I think we will have to reflect on further common instruments.
1: Right. Commissioner, we have to leave it there. We thank you so much for your time. But thank you. have you. it, Danny. Uh, Paolo Gentiloni, European Commissioner for Economic and Financial Affairs. Of course, we're coming to you from Gandhinagar, where G20 meeting is happening right now.
0: From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like?